good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Wednesday, February 17th, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift. Hello, all. Welcome to Rocket City Lift. I'm Brett Gitteman. And I'm Tara Bolger. We come to you three times a week and bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day. Happy Ash Wednesday. We're excited to be with you on this wonderful day in the church calendar. But before we get into our discussion, let us begin with a prayer. Let us pray. Gracious God, out of the dust of the earth, you created us. You walk with us each day of our lives. And when our lives end, we are returned to you. We give you thanks for this, Lord God, and ask that for this day and every other, we may hear your words of love and grace spoken into our lives, and we may speak the same to others. Amen. Amen. Our scripture comes from Psalm chapter 50, verses 1 through 6. Listen for a word from God. The mighty one, God, the Lord, speaks and summons the earth from the rising of the sun to its setting. Out of Zion, the perfection of beauty, God shines forth. Our God comes and does not keep silence. Before him is a devouring fire and a mighty tempest all around him. He calls to the heavens above and to the earth that he may judge his people. Gather to me, my faithful ones, who made a covenant with me by sacrifice. The heavens declare his righteousness, for God himself is judge. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be to God. God. Brett, um, a devouring fire is not the cuddly image of God many of us like. Um, what does it mean that God is a devouring fire? And how does this metaphor help form our knowledge of God? Yeah. So I feel like, I feel like we may have mentioned this before, but when, when we talk about fire, it can, we often speak of purifying. We often speak of, of cleansing, of, of the burning away of, uh, you know, it, it, when Jesus talks about pruning the branches of, and then throwing them into the fire, there is this, you know, taking off of the sinful parts and, and, and getting rid of those. And I think that is absolutely part of it, but also it's that, uh, you know, when God speaks, when God uh, interacts in the world, who God is, is not always cuddly, <laughs> is powerful, is, um, can be scary as, as we read on Monday. Uh so often myself and very much included in this of, you know, I really love pocket God that I can carry around with me and, and go wherever I want, but I need scripture like this to remember that God is so much more uh, and so much bigger and superior. And, you know, we always, I think I've mentioned this probably about 10 times the past year of C.S. Lewis's line that, you know, God isn't a tame, Aslan isn't a tame lion, but he's good. He's, I tell you, what do you think? Yeah, I, you know, I have a um, spiritual director and yesterday they asked me, um, where is that place that God is calling you to grow? Mm. 
Hmm. And the truth is that God has asked of me things that were difficult and scary. And when I have stepped out on faith, I've gotten back far more than I ever imagined. But that image of fire really reminds me that, um, that God is not safe, right? That's the quote where Mr. Beaver says, is he safe? And he's like, no, he's a lion. He's not safe, but he's good. And so this kind of reminds me when we hear about, you know, that burning fire that it's, I don't know that God's interested in safety. Mm -hmm. Um, I think God is interested in growth and faithfulness. And, um, and I will also say, you know, thanks be to God that I'm not asked to grow every day because <laughs> that's hard, right? Yeah. It's really hard. I've told people that um, moving here to Huntsville is one of the best things I could have done for my faith to learn that God is here also. Um, but it was, it's scary, right? Um, I always love the idea of fire as purification. There's something mm-hmm. about it that just I don't know, kind of resonates with me, the heat um, of it. I don't know, but I always, I always think of purification when it comes to, to fire. When I, you know, I love, one of the things I love about fire, not a pyromaniac, I promise. <laughs> uh, but one of the things I, that just, maybe it's just cause I don't have that much of a science brain, but one of the things that blows me away about fire um, when I, I worked at a camp and we would pick up sticks to make sure that the camp looked pristine. And so we would have this massive pile of sticks and logs that would be, you know, eight feet high and 10 feet in diameter. It's just massive. Uh, and then it would rain and we would burn it all. And this, all this matter, all this thing that used to be there just crumpled down to a thin layer of ash that blew into the wind. And I know I have a lot of matter and a lot of junk and a lot of sin in my life. I know I have to burn down and that it, I have a lot of that in me. And, and so often you think, you know, where can this possibly go? (laughs) How, How can this possibly removed? And to think about a fire, burning that down uh, to nothing or to the thinnest of ash, I think is something really powerful in my mind to think about. And that's significant for us today, right? The idea of ash that we are formed from dust and to dust we shall return. And, you know, we have Palm Sunday and a lot of people will save those palms, burn them down and use that for the ash for Ash Wednesday. And I do like the idea that, um, what is left behind is still useful. Hmm. Right. So I would like to think that at some point my sin might be burned away and what, and what is left is useful. And I also think that experiencing sin and in some way being relieved of it, I also have a testimony to help others. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I kind of like that kind of natural ecology, I think. Yeah. Yeah. That, that in, um, you know, the nitrogen that's released uh, is very good for the soil for things to grow again. Um, and, and, uh, and I think it also helps me to maybe at some point in my life be able to look back at pain uh, that, that existed. Um, and, and as you said, share that testimony uh, with 
and provide growth again for myself, but also for the larger community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Our, um, our ash should stand, I think, as a witness to what we can be. Yeah. Our quote today comes from the author Frank Herbert from his novel, Dune. He says, deep in the human consciousness is a pervasive need for a logical universe that makes sense. But the real universe is always one step beyond logic. Friends, join us again on Friday. And now may each of you go out to love and to serve, to be well, to care for yourselves and others knowing that the grace and love of God is ever upon you. Amen. Amen.